Chapter 1 Eight Years Later I was sitting on the toilet when he told me he wanted a divorce. That wasn't the way I imagined it would happen. In fact, I didn't ever imagine it would happen, which is odd because I'm the kind of person who likes to be prepared. I consider myself a hardcore planner, not the kind who takes a list to the grocery store or sticks a chore chart to the refrigerator. <laughs> that was too easy. I was more of a life planner. I didn't sit by and idly watch life happen to me. I grabbed the wheel and let me happen to life. I imagined every possible scenario behind every corner, and by planning ahead, I made the ordinary moments extraordinary and the disasters more bearable. It wasn't because I was a total control freak or anything. It was because, well, I guess I was a bit of a control freak. And if we're dissecting my personality here, I should probably admit to being a tad bit neurotic, because you're going to find out anyway, but not in a crazy, spastic kind of way. I like to think of myself as more quirky than crazy. As a film junkie, I had a habit of expecting my life to resemble a Best Picture nominee, or maybe a Golden Globe or MTV Movie Award would be more my style. But nevertheless, I wanted a life filled with edge-of-your-seat excitement and the kind of comedy that made people shoot soda out of their noses. I wanted witty dialogue, romance, and suspense in all the right places, and a perfect soundtrack playing in the background. It was a lot to ask for, yes, but we only get one shot at life. There were no second takes. If I found myself in a crappy moment, I couldn't just fix it in post or delete the scene like I could with editing software. So I simply didn't allow crappy moments. That was all. This obsession with perfection started when I was a teenager. There were certain things little girls looked forward to as they grow up. For example, their first kiss. My big moment happened when I was 14. I was walking home from school with my brother's best friend, Jake. Jake Odom had lived around the block from us for as long as I could remember. He spent so much time at our house playing Nintendo, the original Nintendo. With my brother, he was practically another member of the family. Adam and Jake were both juniors that year, and I was a freshman. Jake and I walked home from school together nearly every day. We weren't exactly friends, but since we both went to the same school, lived in the same neighborhood, and he didn't have a car and I wasn't old enough to drive, we ended up walking together by default. I guess we ended up friends by default as well. Adam did have a car, but he also had football practice after school in the fall, and basketball practice in the winter, and baseball practice in the spring, so I hardly ever got to take advantage of that particular older brother perk. There we were, two non-athletic high school kids stopped at a crosswalk, when he suddenly turned to me, grabbed my head on both sides by my ears, pressed his lips on mine, and stuck his tongue in my mouth. I was so shocked and disgusted by the slimy violation that I gasped in shock and got my raspberry-flavored bubblegum caught in my windpipe. It was the closest I'd ever been to death. I was unable to make a sound, so I started flapping my arms around like a panicking penguin until Jake realized he had literally taken my breath away. Fortunately for me, he had taken a first aid class in middle school. He got behind me and heimlicked the gum right out. 
Unfortunately for him, a lady who happened to be looking out her window at the time thought he was assaulting me and called the police. The cops found some rolling papers in his pocket and busted him for paraphernalia. Magic moment? Hardly. Girls also think losing their virginity is going to be a sacred and special memory. I was sixteen, and one of the last of my friends to take the plunge. After hearing the horror stories from everyone else, I knew better than to expect roses and candlelight. But when my boyfriend led me into his bedroom after school while his parents were at work, I was expecting something at least a little bit sweet. Like maybe some boys to men on the CD player? What happened instead was he never even took his shirt off. He dropped his pants and went at it looking like Winnie the Pooh in his red polo shirt. And the worst part of it all? He farted.